So we're sitting in your office in London. Uh-huh. Um, and one of the questions I wanted to ask is, how do you see yourself? So I think a lot of people see you as a writer. Some people see you as um, a journalist. When, when you sort of frame yourself and you think about sort of what you do, Mm-hmm. How do you how do you see yourself? How do you how do you think it and explain it to people? Uh, I like the quote that if you can describe what you do for a living, it's halfway to being outsourced. So I I I, I don't like the notion that that there is a thing that you do and you have to to pigeonhole it. But what I think is that um, the job of a science fiction writer, in my view, is to um, is to think about how technology is affecting society and how it might affect society and to tell futuristic parables about that. Mm-hmm. The job of a technology activist is to think about, techno- think about technology and how it's affecting society and how it might affect society and try to change that. Right. And one of the ways that technology activists try to change the future is by promulgating narratives, right? Okay. So as a science fiction writer, you're, you're literally creating those narratives. You're creating bits of those narratives, edges of those narratives, maybe sometimes the narrative itself. Can you walk me through the, the, the story of Knights of the Rainbow Table, sure, just from yeah. a very high level? So it's about three friends uh, in the Berkeley area in California who um, are, are all loosely affiliated with the computer science program, recently graduated, discover that the computer science program has a building that no one's using. They say, well, what are we going to do with it? I know, we'll build a cluster. We'll build a great big network of computers that all work together to solve problems. And so what happens with these guys is they go from building this cluster and then figuring, trying to figure out what to do with it. When, when you enter a password into a system, if it's well designed, it, it then encrypts the password so it, it does something to the password that changes it into a uh, what's called a hash or an encrypted string. So it looks like gobbledygook. But there's a way around this, which is called a rainbow table. Right. And that's that's where the story starts to turn. So th- there's three of them, and they each decide in their own way to figure out how to use them to make people's lives better. Right. So one of them uses it to find systems that are vulnerable, and she sneaks in and fixes them. One of them uses it to find wireless networks that are vulnerable, and when he finds them, he patches them. So right. he walks around the streets of San Francisco looking for wireless networks that can be cracked, and when he, when he, can find, when they, when he finds them, he cracks them, and then he makes them uncrackable, mm-hmm. and then he goes along. It's a story about how it feels to have your privacy violated. And that's one of the things I think is so interesting about the story itself, because it, it's firmly rooted in computer science and science and things that are going on today. Mm-hmm. It has the reality of, of what would that world look like as we approach a world where passwords, basically any password can be hacked. And there's this tension between the two, where do we design our world for the evil people, trying to fight against Mm -hmm. them, or do we design our world for the most of us thinking that they will be good? And it's not completely resolved. It's a sort of back and forth. Well, and this is something Jimmy Wales always says about Wikipedia, which is that Wikipedia is designed for the people of goodwill not the people of bad will. So Corey, I wanna, I wanna thank you. I wanna thank you for sitting down with me today and talking. I wanna thank you for uh, coming and being a part of the Tomorrow Project. Really wanna thank you for the story. Knights of the Rainbow Table is really, really excellent. And I think people should really get out there, read it, talk about it, talk to other people about it. And I just wanna thank you for your participation. It's been great. Well, thank you, Brian. I mean, it was a real pleasure to write it and it's always a pleasure to sit down and talk with you. All right, thanks a lot. Thanks. Thanks.